Hey guys, what's up? Rossi here, and welcome to the Air Gun Experience podcast uh, here the, for, for American Air Gunner uh, and Utah Air Guns. We are kicking things off. Uh, just getting started here with our podcast world, so you guys get to see a little behind the scenes videos as we're doing our podcast. Uh, so for those of you who are just listening right now, go to youtube.com slash American Air Gunner and you can see the full, what we look like and everything. It's crazy. Uh, if you're listening to this, you probably know who we are. So uh, today it is me. We have Abby Casey here. What's up, guys? We are also joined by the main man here that makes all this possible from Utah Air Guns, Justin Jacobson. What's up, everybody? And we got a fun guest today. We do. Very fun guest today. Flew him all the way in from Africa for this, just for this. How jet lagged are you? <laughs> right? <laughs> well, at this moment, very bad jet lagged. I had like three hours of sleep last night. So I'm going to kick this off the best way I can by saying, first of all, who I am. So <laughs> for those who don't know, my name is Gerard. And for the guys out here in the States, easy way of saying it is Gerard. And I'm from a YouTube channel called Air Hunter Gerard. For those who don't know, yeah. For if you don't know, you're uh, you're missing out because this guy is a rabid hunter uh, out in South Africa. Long range shots. You also you have a, you hate birds. Like you despise <laughs> birds. I'd like to I'd like to talk, let's start with a, why such hatred yeah. for birds. Well, I think, <laughs> well. <laughs> To start off with, you know, one of the biggest or the most target enriched environments that we can shoot that is pest involved yeah. is birds. Uh, we've got some of the biggest population of pest bird species on dairy farms and normal agriculture, agriculture farms back in South Africa. So for me as an air gunner doing pest control and loving those kind of things, the easiest way for me to, how they call it, like your air gunning fix, mm -hmm. you need to go to a dairy farm and just smack down some pest birds. First of all, it's nice to do it. Um, second of all, you're helping out the community. You know, all the farmers are always super grateful if you come around and just to help with the cause. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people don't know how much damage these pest birds do to all these dairy farms and all to all agriculture life. And, you know, when they see us, they really, it's just from ear to ear, big smiles, they just invite us over. And they know, you know, we had to build up like quite a bit of a reputation build up confidence when you go to these dairy farms. But when you have that and the farmers tends to know you, it's actually so nice because, you know, they're always inviting and they know you're here for a good cause. Yeah. And like I said, for Egan and myself, um, to get some trigger time, just, you know, when I pull the trigger, knowing you're doing it for a good, good cause, it's just like a double win. It's like awesome. So when you come over here and shoot this match, are you just visualizing Visualizing a bird's head. On well, <laughs> I think the uh, precision marksmanship, you know, the challenge you shoot over there, um, especially when you have these kind of targets like with pigeons in them and you see some prairie dogs out there and all that kind of stuff, and it gets that little, little bit of a hunting blood, yeah. you know, the hunting fever going. So it's always nice to see that on the range, especially if you see in shooting steel. But uh, I think. Uh, very little people out there do know that I do competitive shooting as well back home. Right. Um, for those, you know, don't follow me on, on social media. Um, I do a lot of bench shooting professionally. So I do a lot of sub-12 bench shooting in a, in a competitive world. Um, I do a lot of national rimfire shooting as well. Um, so, you know, this is all like competitive shooting side of things. And that's what I do for competition back in South Africa. But when I come over here and you're joining up with one of the best, you know, air gun events, the RMAC Challenge, mm -hmm. I mean, over here, I take whatever I've got over there with my hunting experience and I apply it down here. 
And you guys got to remember back from me in South Africa, it's like all new stuff here because you can only shoot a bigger caliber like a 25, 30 cal, 35, 45s, 50s. I can only shoot here because back home it's not legal. Believe it or not. So everything you shoot is 22? Everything is 22. My bench divisions are all 177. Rim fire is obviously 22. And then obviously anything above 22 caliber, I'm not allowed to shoot because it's not legal back home. Bummer. Are, are that you is shooting, gosh, are that you is... shooting a 22 here in the 100 range? Well, not in the 100 yard, no. Okay, um, I mean, I'm going to shoot a 30, 30 cal, and I mean, it's been such... In the benchers. In the benchers, yeah. yes. Okay. It's, it's, it's been a gun that's been set up and been trialed and tested, and, you know, with me working with FX, I know what these guns are capable of and what they do, and, um, you know, it's just a gun that works the best for me yeah. in this division, so I feel the most comfortable with it, because I work with these guns basically from day to day. Um, and as a full-time job, that's basically what I do. I work with guys from FX, I work with some ammo developers out there, and uh, that's basically what I do. The best way to use these guns and to test them is basically on these kind of pest control jobs, if you want to call it like that. And I'm also like a big hunter. I mean, I share the passion for hunting, it's just in my blood. The way we've been raised from South Africa. Sure. You're 10 years old, the first thing you get in your hand, if you're 10 years old, you don't get an ice cream in your hand, you get a gun in your hand, dude. That's what we get. That's the way we've been born and raised in the farm. Ten years old, I've got my first long rifle and... Sounds a lot like Arkansas. I'll tell you. I had no idea Arkansas and South Africa were <laughs> you so... You shoot your first bucket. Similar, like, similar. Yeah. yeah. You shoot your first... Yeah. You go out there, you shoot your first bucket like 10, 11 years old and, you know, everything from there is just is history. So, for those of you who don't know, we're talking uh, with Gerard from Air Hunter Gerard on YouTube. Uh, he's here in Utah right now in America for the Rocky Mountain Air Gun Challenge. Uh, this is a challenge up here in Utah that Utah Air Guns throws. It's one of the, it's the biggest air gun shooting competition in the country, and there's long range bench rest, there's speed shooting, there's kind of a PRS style competition, there's slug challenges, there's long range shooting, I mean, there's explosive fire bar. I mean, you can you do everything. You get like four days of like all the shooting you can do. Uh, and we're lucky to get a chance to sit down and chat with Gerard now. Um, I'm, I'm curious, man, longest shot. I mean, you've done this now so long and you're shooting a 22 caliber air gun. A lot of people listening right now, they don't even know what air guns are capable of. So, so give me some of those long range shots that you've made oh, with a 22. In the hunting division, I must have taken some really crazy shots for those guys who have watched my videos. Most probably they've seen, you know, crazy shots go down like at 200 yards, 230 yards. And, you know, you can put it on a dime down there, you know, taking that 22 out there. But we have to remember you have to reuse the right gun, the right ammo, and the gut's good setup. It's always important. Um, Give me the setup. What's the well, setup? I, I will say, you know, the latest and the greatest these days is slugs. I mean, it's, it's, it's the hottest topic all the way around the world. Um, air guns have changed and advanced so fast in this last couple of years that... I see that the future is basically going to be built in slugs. Mm -hmm. uh, the pellet world is slowly, I won't say fading, I say in the competition side of things, it will always be there because I always think that if you shoot a pellet, it challenges you the most. Sure. Shooting a slug, it takes a lot of the, uh, I will say, a lot of the capabilities of a good shooter, it takes it away because the slug basically does a lot for you, it makes life easier. But if you use it as a tool or you use it for a method of making your life easier, especially if you want to do hunting, pest control and stuff like that, slugs the way to go. That's where you want to go to down. Okay. And coming back to this, that kind of point, if you go out and you do uh, those kind of jobs, you do hunting and stuff like me, 
and you can't get close enough to your prey and you want to shoot them, long range shooting is basically where you want to go to. Because, you know, I'm a big chap, I'm like like 130k, is that what, 260 pounds? It's large. I'm, I'm, I'm a big dude, so for me to, to, to run around behind my prey and my targets that I need to shoot, it's going to be a little bit impossible for me putting a slug in there, shooting my prey out like that, 200 yards, 150, you know, staying with that in that range, it makes my life easier, you understand? Sure. Um, I'm talking what about... Say, sorry, did you, what did you say the longest shot was? So the longest shot, coming back to the point, is uh, I've, I've taken ridiculous shots. I, I think 230 yards must have been the longest shot on a, on a normal pigeon. Mm -hmm. um, I did the, what was it, the uh, A-Gun Challenge where everybody shot the golf balls. Uh, I think I shot my golf ball at 310 yards. 310 with so 22. 22, 26-grain <laughs> slug. Uh, 310 yards, and I did it uh, in shot number four. How perfect of a wind day did you have? Well, that was very perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and believe me, uh, it's not always uh, first time around, first time shot, first time hit. It doesn't happen. We've got to be realistic. Um, yeah. For me as a hunter, I always say, I can do the shots all the way out to 300. You can take that long bombs at four, 500. You can do that if you wanted to. If you put the time in it, you can do it. But being realistic, I feel very comfortable from all the way from zero out to 200. With these slugs in 22 these days, it's easy. Yeah. I will say. I thought we broke your PR. <laughs> I thought it, we broke, you broke your own personal record when, when you were here last time. Well, that was for uh, ground squirrels. That was kind of distance on that prey. Oh. Oh, well, okay. What's your longest shot on a ground squirrel? Well, the longest shot was 180, what was it, 185? It was 185 or 183, I think, the last time. Are you talking about meters or? Yards. That was yards. Are you sure? What are you thinking? Spit it out. What do you. No, I just. I can't remember everything, but we did some long bombs. I mean, we'd been. Some of the stuff that we shot was like over 200. The one that popped up my mind, which was really like a crazy shot with that kind of wind conditions, was like 180. Yeah. And you know, ground squirrels, they are very. I mean, let's face it, they're not that big. Um, these things no, are, you're yeah. talking about like a half dollar. Yeah. Right? Hitting your mark. Hitting your no, mark out there. What are you thinking? I feel like you've got a story in your head. Because I know you've hit some grass for the crazy distances. <laughs> Just tell me which 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 one are we talking about? Because we did rock chucks, we did we did actually so many. Did you ask like what's your longest shot on a species I No, I want to know your longest shot. Just what's your longest shot ever with well, I asked with a 20, yeah, I asked yeah, with a 22. Oh, yeah, with a 22, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no What's your longest shot ever? No, the longest shot, air gun. Uh, air gun was like uh, hitting mark 400 yards, 22 caliber. That was on a soda can. It's putting it down, shot number nine. Down <laughs> Did you have a special scope? I had a kick-ass elevated plate on my rail yeah. to elevate that scope, and I dialed that thing to the max. And I held over another, like, I think it was like 10 or 12 volts. On yeah. top of that, though. Jeez. Yeah. Zoomed all the way and the best, out. You, you know, when you shoot long range, it's always so nice to. The best part for me is the the sound, uh, you know, the sound feedback that you get because you pull the trigger and you wait. There's like that, <laughs> that, that delay. Yeah. You like, wait, yeah, like wait, 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 the day. Oh yes, it's done. <laughs> it's done. You look down range and it's down. And this is the kind of stuff people can see on your YouTube channel. Yeah, you, you I I do those kind of shots a lot of times. Like I said, I need to always stick into good ranges, which is very much possible. Yeah. Because as a clean ethical hunter myself, I like to 
put out you know shots that is capable and I want to need I need to make sure that what I hit I do take down clean and humane. Um, I'm not a guy for taking stuff down that's you know gonna suffer and it just it's not it's just just bad hunting. That's my that's just my philosophy. Sure. Especially with hunting kind of things. Alright so here we go so a couple rapid fire questions. Gun of choice. FX impact. Pellet of choice. Asian and slug. Slug of choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, agent and slugs. Uh, pellet of choice, I will say definitely. It depends. For 22, I will say uh, 18 grain Barracuda or a 18 grain JSB. Mm -hmm. uh, if we go up in calibers, I will say for 30 cal, definitely the JSB 44 grainers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're just on the money. Um, and then as, as you progress up in the slug range, at the moment, I will say, I think Nielsen's really do a very good job at the moment. On the bigger caliber slugs for the big balls because mm -hmm. that's most likely which I see most of you guys shoot like Texans and stuff like that and I see the Nielsen slugs they really do well those big, big ball guns yeah. they're, they're really accurate yeah. so that next question favorite gun to shoot when you come to America and can shoot the bigger stuff well if it is definitely if we're going up big ball yeah I will say the Texan is the way to go yeah I mean it is just been built for for big uh, heavy, big game animal shooting. I will say the Texan is, is definitely going to be the way to go. But I will say that the FX Impact is definitely my gun of choice. It's like it's like a third arm. It's it's part of my body already. Yeah. Know, it's it's intertwined in there. And I will say that the uh, 35 caliber FX range that we're working on and the development we're doing now is actually coming up quite a bit. So yeah. I think I think soon enough. Um, you know, for me, I think the FX Impact is really going to be, it's going to be the full all-round gun for me at the end of the day. That can shoot anything from the bottom from 22 all the way up to a 9mm 357. I mean, with an FX Impact, down in South Africa, you're out in the mountains and the fields and you're shooting birds. I mean, you change the 22 barrel to a 357 barrel. Oh, I mean, is anyone dude. really going to know? Like, anyone, oh, like, it's not any louder. Listen, like. I've, I've, I've got to be honest with you that the temptation is so, so high. <laughs> I'm telling you that the temptation is so high. And we do a lot of uh, hunting like dusties and monkeys and baboons and stuff like that. I do a lot of centerfire shooting as well. You know, I love the 22 250s and 260 Remington. I'm shooting back home and those. But... For me, I think the air gun is just the way to go. Uh, unfortunately for me back home, if I shoot larger animals like big varmints, like uh, you know baboons, we've got very big baboons back home. Yeah, you gotta go over to like a you know twenty two fifty or two sixty. You gotta shoot them there. Um, but if you shoot like smaller monkeys, like smaller varmints and like geese and you know those kind of things, twenty two can do it all. I will say in this in, in the power range of any shooting back home, I think this is one of the reasons why the twenty two caliber impact and advancement in the in the industry has boomed so much mm -hmm. because that's the only thing we can do back home so we put all our effort and focus on it you know what i'm saying yeah. so i think just in you know in the beginning the 22s was like normal and then yeah. suddenly the advancement in the 22 range was just skyrocketing oh for sure but yeah slugs have changed the game entirely that's the bottom line yeah so it's definitely been distant shooting slugs have totally Totally changed the, uh, the air gun industry in the last few years. It's been crazy. Uh, I, I must be honest, myself working along with these kind of companies and, and you know, seeing how we progressed in this last couple of years, what's going to happen in the next year? That's what we have to ask us. Next year, uh, next 10 years. Yeah, that's hey, going to be what's going to happen? Crazy. So you'll have, you, we'll have, we'll have, 
center fire equality there goes very very shortly I, I mean I think well I won't say you know as, as you know <laughs> yes and no um, I mean you're not gonna get you're not gonna you're not gonna be shooting a thousand yards on a, on a line but I, I think you're gonna get to 22 caliber equivalent you know maybe nine well, millimeter equivalent with some of these you're really getting on the mark with your your rimfire territory and your 22s uh, on the air gun side of ranges yeah Right there now. I mean, it might not be 22 to 22. It might be like a 30 cal to a 22. Yeah, you know, 50 cal is equal sure. to a 9 sure. millimeter or something like that. But but you're going to get, you're going to have those similarities. Um, I got I to gotta go back to the monkeys and the baboons. We, we, <laughs> we just kind of skipped <laughs> over that. Like it was like ground squirrels yeah, and pigeons. Yeah. Yeah. It is an I, I, Right. No, that's something I want to know. Because a lot of people are like, what? You shoot bat the cute little monkeys oh, in, the, monkey. you know, in the zoo? But there's a reason they're in cages, right? These are nasty little creatures. These things are, are, you know, the big thing is, you know, usually when it goes to, to, to I will say, to, to media, everybody see them. Yeah. They always showcase this beautiful natural environment where they like, jump around in the trees and they <laughs> sit in the sun, you know. They just, oh, they look so peaceful. Yeah. You know? Back at the ranch, things are not the same <laughs> because these things are quite vicious. Now. You, we we got to face the facts. These things got the baboons got one of the biggest canine fangs on them. Um, if that thing, if, yeah, if that thing takes you head on, you're gonna lose. I've seen several several animals being taken down by these baboons. And I promise you, I don't want to paint the picture. It is just bad. I mean, they're mm. omnivores, right? They eat meat and vegetation. Yeah, they eat everything. anything. So whatever they can scavenge and what they can get. And they carry uh, a lot of diseases? They do a yeah, lot of, nasty. there's a lot of rabies going around. I mean, uh, the, the same kind of things. Um, what do you want to Tell them the story, how the, how the regular monkeys, how they tell if the electric fences are on so, the villages. You know, uh, <laughs> listen to this story. So I was part of a project back in South Africa and we actually, one of the biggest projects we did is fencing up the natural reserves where all the wildlife is on the one side and we people build up, build up the city areas, you know, down Cape Town. Mm -hmm. So what we're trying to do is, um, in some of these, um, you know, projects, we're trying to fence the wildlife away from civilization so that they can't, can't come over and cause problems. It's like raccoons in your backyard right. causing problems, you know, scavenging around. It's so the same kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So baboons is just multiplied, I will say by a hundred. Dude, these things is like completely crazy. And we've got this big electric fences trying to push them away, to keep them away. And the male baboons walk next to these fences. Now they've learned, they've so, so clever, the baboons. They are super, super clever. If you remember, these kind of baboons, they open up car doors. They know how to unlock doors. They know how to use keys. They know how to spot people with food. They know what is a woman. They know what is a man. They know that the man is stronger than a woman. They've actually adapted in civilization. Don't take offense to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, even no better, offense. Even <laughs> stereotypes. She's thinking, I will arm wrestle you, Gerard. I don't care about your 260. But they, She's 60. Yeah. 60 versus 260. <laughs> there you go. So these, they are very clever. And one of the things I've told Justin as well, one day I was in a, you know, in a forest area and uh, this male baboon was walking next to the electric fence. And, you know, we've, as scouts, we watch them and, you know, see and, you know, we take notes how they you know, act up and stuff. And there was a female baboon walking with a little baby underneath her, you know, latching on. Mm -hmm. And I saw this big baboon, you know, walking over to the female. 
And I thought to myself, this is like odd. You know, what is he going to do now? And he just yanks this little baby off the male, female baboon and chucked that little baby straight onto the electric wires. To see if it was electric? To see so if it was So the baby on. screams, the fence the, is up. Yeah, the what? baby screams like mad, gets shocked, and you can hear the thud of the electricity going off. And that little baby boon just like jumps away and it falls on the ground. And the, the mommy's like running and grabbing it. And the female, ugh, the male just walks proudly off like, nah, it's on, let's move along. And it <laughs> goes on cute. Not no. so cute. What? Disease, right? giant, yes. Yes. murderous, devious. Yeah. Just, it's like a bunch of little teenagers yeah, running around. Right. Just, uh, just yeah. chaos. Like Opening doors, lunch. come yeah. breaking into yeah. cars, taking their stuff. When they come in, they just physically destroy houses. I mean, you're talking about a couple of hundred grand worth of damage. They go in there. First of all, they just break everything inside the houses. Second of all, um, the teenagers, yeah, yeah, like their lives really are like just vandals. And they basically let's just, just thugs. Let's thugs. just put, let's put it in a nice manner. When they're all done with everything, they just leave you a nice little boop <laughs> on the table to say thank you. I've ruined your house. That's I'm so out. Sad. Yeah, and that's a gift wrap for you. Yeah. So there you go. That's, <laughs> that's the awesome. thanks I'm giving you. All right, that is. We could. I could hear these monkey stories all day long. It's always great talking to Gerard. He's uh, an epic counter. If you guys don't know who he is or where to find him, go to YouTube and you can see him at Air Hunter Gerard J J G E R A H A R D Gerhard. Gerard. There we go. That's uh, close enough. Air close Hunter enough. Gerard. <laughs> And uh, check out his videos, man. Great hunter, very you know uh, educational. Well, definitely if you're a long distance shooter, FX shooter, he can help you set up your guns. Uh, he give you 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 give all your setups on on every gun from the guys Impact was, One yeah. to the M3. Right. The guys must never be afraid also to drop a message. I will get back to them. You know, if I get a chance, I will definitely answer questions and stuff on my channel. So anytime, just drop a message. I'll get back to the guys. Awesome. That's it. Thanks, you guys, for listening, uh, and thanks for watching. Make sure you go to AmericanAirGunner.com for uh, more podcasts, more YouTube videos, uh, and all the air gun knowledge you want. Of course, if you are looking to buy air guns, Utah Air Guns is the place to be. See you guys next time. That's right. Appreciate you guys. Cheers.